Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Day Job Dropout, the podcast that empowers client-based creative businesses to turn their passion into a full-time thriving career. I'm your host, Krista Graham, and today we're continuing last week's topic of finances. I first want to provide a disclaimer, same as last week, that this podcast is for informational purposes only. I am not a financial advisor, and I do not have all the answers. So please consult with a professional advisor before making any major financial decisions. With that said, this is my business financial routine. I am very much a paper person, so I still like to print any receipts for expenses and paid confirmations for any income I receive in my business. If you are more electronic based, you could easily save your receipts in a Google Drive or an email folder until you're ready to process them. That's just not the way that I like to do things. My financial goals are roughly based on the book for Profit First, and in all honesty, I found the book a little wordy. But I liked the overall lesson and I liked that it had specific instructions on what to do. So I did modify it to work for me. Um, and with that being said, here's what I do. So I have three main bank accounts. I have a personal checking account, a business checking account, and a savings account. For the savings account, I recommend one like Ally that allows you to create different buckets for your money. Now, when I get a new client or an existing client makes a payment, I disperse the money in the following way. First, I like to keep a buffer in my business checking account. I started with $100 and would like to build that to $500. This is not necessary, but it is just for peace of mind. Um, Then I take 50% of my income, and that is my profit, and I transfer it to my personal checking account. That's the whole point behind the profit first method is that you take your profit first before anything else. Um, Kind of follows the whole pay yourself first adage from what was that, the 80s or 90s. Um, And then 20% of the payment is moved to my savings account and allotted as 5% business income and 15% tax savings. So of that 20%, 5% of the total payment um, and then 15% of the total payment. The rest, um, which should be about 30%, is left in my business checking account to pay for business expenses. One exception is that if I need to pay any assistance to work that event, I will move their pay into savings as well. So it's earmarked for that purpose. So it's still a business expense. I'm just kind of putting it in a bucket, you know, away from my main checking account. Um, until I need it. Then at the end of the quarter, if there's money left in either my expense account um, or in my expense account, I can use it to either increase my account buffer amount or I can combine it with my business profit, which was 5% of income, to create some money for either like a large purchase Um, upgrade software, hire a new contractor, or save it for something fun down the line, um, like if I want to do a team outing or a holiday party at the end of the year. When I have a business expense or an incoming payment, I print that out and I place it in my Friday work box. Uh, I'll link the Friday work box from Organize 365 in the show notes. Um, You should totally check it out and um, it will helps keep your business organized, helps keep it growing, helps keep you focused. 
Um, but I'll probably do an episode on it in the future. But for now, just know that it is very much an integral part of my business processes. So each Friday, I sit down to process through my Friday work box, which includes my weekly financial routine. At this time, I will look through my list of recurring business expenses and see what needs to be paid between today and the next Friday. I will pay the expenses that need manually paid, print those receipts, and add them to the pile of receipts that I need to process. I have been very lucky that most of my clients pay their invoices on time. However, if I ever do have an outstanding payment, I would follow up with them at this time. After all my bills are paid, I will open up my financial, my business financial tracker. I use a spreadsheet from the organized CEO, which I will also link in the show notes. I've used it for two years now and it is so thorough. I love it. So first I record all my expenses from the week on the expense sheet. Then I log any income on the income sheet. And then I will transfer those numbers over to the quarterly sheet to compare actual expenses and income against my goals for the month and the quarter. I monitor this monthly, but I really don't make any adjustments to my income strategy until I set goals for the next quarter. Lastly, I then record my mileage from the week, which is a sheet that I added myself to this financial tracker. Uh, Mileage equals money, honey. (laughs) So um, that's my weekly financial routine. Now, when I set quarterly goals, I will adjust my strategies if needed to increase income potential to match the annual income goals that I set or sometimes to decrease expenses um, to make my take home equal more than, you know, if I've been spending unnecessarily. Annually, usually in December, I will analyze the year's income and expenses to determine if I need to get rid of any expenses. Um, So I more do that annually than monthly or quarterly, but sometimes I do that um, throughout the year. Um, I'll also note spending to watch for the upcoming year and project income for the upcoming year. Taxes are also an annual thing that probably nobody wants to talk about, uh, but the systems I have set up make doing my taxes super easy. A couple of bonus tips that I have. um, Think about, you know, quarterly or yearly. Is there anything that you can automate in your financial routines? If you're having trouble keeping up with tracking, you might want to consider hiring a bookkeeper to help you. Um, consider, is it easy for potential clients to pay you? Remove any roadblocks that might make them reconsider during that whole payment process. Choose just one thing that you can improve in your financial routine and tackle it this week. That's my little challenge to you. Now, before we wrap up today's episode, I do want to talk a little bit about my course, The Day Job Dropout. If you're ready to turn your creative passion into a full-time career, you need to check it out. It is the online course for creative-based... Blah. Okay, let's start that over because I clearly messed that up. (laughs) Before we wrap up today's episode, I have an exciting announcement to share with you. If you're ready to turn your creative passion into a full-time career, you need to check out The Day Job Dropout. It is the online course for client-based creative business owners who want to turn their passion into their full-time job. 
Whether you're a wedding pro, graphic designer, web developer, photographer, or any other creative who is client-based, this course is designed to take you to the next level. Check out the show notes for the link. See you later, guys. And next week, we are going to talk about my favorite podcasts to grow your business now.